Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Can I just start by saying, to continue the conversation from last night, if you're going to pitch Josh Hader in the ninth inning, which, by the way, has its own argument whether you should or shouldn't tie a game on the road, but if you're going to pitch Josh Hader in the ninth inning, then you could start the inning with Josh Hader. Because once you bring Josh Hader into a game with first and second and one out in a spot he doesn't typically pitch in, you've opened yourself up. You've opened up a can of worms, and you've opened yourself up to – just all types of second guessing if you don't find a way out of that inning. And Bob Melvin, for whatever reason, Jim, and I know it's like we're, we're mid-conversation here, he lacks a feel. And now he's overthinking it. And he lacks a feel. This is something I would have said last year. We did say last year, if there's one thing I can definitively say about Bob Melvin in those spots with his bullpen, he lacks feel. He overthinks. And he's prone to making a mistake in that spot. I think he did it again. I'm not saying it's the sole reason why they lose this game. There's a number of reasons why they did. But back-to-back nights, deja vu all over again, we're talking about the exact same thing in the exact same spot. You know when a shooter is cold, ice cold from the field, you can't make a shot, or a pitcher is going through a slump, or whatever the case may be, Like I 100% agree with you. Right now, every move that Bob Melvin makes – feels like it's backfired on him or it doesn't work. Now, has he made some moves over the last 26 games that have worked? Yeah, but they're more magnified when they are a team under 500 looking to get above 500 and they lose those games because the moves he has made don't work or the, or the, or the players that he puts in position don't six, don't come through. So he is on a cold streak right now when they, 
honestly can't afford to keep losing at, at this pace. Um, and it's just all bad. It is all bad from the top to bottom, um, from the players to Melvin to everybody involved. It's just nothing is working and nothing is going their way right now. Let me ask you this, and I agree with you. By the way, John and Jim with you on the wrap-up show. Please subscribe if you're here. Good days, bad days, we are here for you. Please subscribe, smash the like button, and thank you for the supers. We're going to get to all the supers. You guys were unbelievable last night. And if you want to support this channel, please consider a super chat. Click the dollar sign in the chat box. As you know, we get to every single super. If you want to vent tonight, vent with the super, click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all of them. Um. I don't know what world we're living in. You're not willing to pitch Josh Hader for a five-out save in the National League Championship Series. So even if Josh Hader gets you those two outs in the ninth inning, I don't think he's throwing three outs in the tenth inning. I really, I just don't. Um, so I don't even know what the plan is. It's very desperate to me. You're asking the world of someone. You might say, well, Josh Hader needs to throw strikes. Josh Hader needs to get out of that spot. That, that's fine. You're putting someone in a really no-win situation. First and second, one out, and you're coming into the game in that spot in the ninth inning. That's not what closes it. They don't even pitch in tie games. If you want to pitch them in a tie game with a clean inning, okay. And whatever happens, whatever happens. To put them on the mound with first and second and one out and ask them to clean up that mess, to me, is just it's asking too much. Um, walking in the, the winning run isn't ideal, but again, you're, you're putting your closer in a situation he shouldn't be in, in my opinion. And that's what Bob Melvin did tonight. And it's the second consecutive night. You're second guessing the manager. And it's so much more than the manager. Obviously this team has big concerns right now. They're five games out of a playoff spot. What? They're five games out of a playoff spot. So there's huge concerns right now. They're still not hitting. Still not hitting with men in scoring position. They got problems up and down the lineup, Jim. Um, and but it's going to start and end tonight with Bob Melvin. I just know it is. I just know it is. Oh, from from the comments on my social media. By the way, people are mad at me for some fucking reason. Why? It's like I love it. It's one they can't take a joke. Two, they I don't know. Just whatever. It's. Imagine Last if you night, said it about Otani. Oh, yeah, great. You know, and, and whatever. Keep fucking talking. I don't care. Um, Last night, like I said, felt like one of those scheduled loss if, losses if it was a close game late and you had to go to who you had to go to, right? So in that sense, that's why I wasn't as critical of Bob Melvin last night because what was he given in that situation? He was given shit and he was expected to make flame and yawn out of it mm. like hey i what do you want me to do here you want me to start hill or for another inning we're having pitched three innings which he's never done his entire career we need another righty in the pen we have luis garcia who was uh you know nails for us last year what do we want what do you want me to do there like i, I what do you want me to do honeywell honeywell's not good in those late game situations and in, in close games like what do you want me to do so that's why i wasn't this uh you know overly like bob melvin needs to be fired last night but tonight, on the other hand, you do have everybody available. And I'm with you. I think tonight was overthinking, you know, of Bob Melvin with what to do with his bullpen. Steven Wilson had six pitches in one inning. Six. Now, I granted, he's pitched a lot and he's thrown a lot of pitches 
over the course of last week. Yesterday was his first off day after pitching two consecutive days of around 40 pitches. So maybe that plays a factor into it. But then another thing with tonight, with Tim Hill, he faced Austin Slater. Well, that's because they pinch hit. I know. But... Well, he was in the game, right? Right. But last night, he doesn't want to have him face... Austin Slater. Well, in the he didn't want him to face Austin Slater here either, but he was in the game. True. There was no, and, he couldn't go anywhere. Okay. Right. He already that, had entered. That's right. Okay. Then that's fine. Now, now, okay. You okay. can put that. Hey, by the way, to your point, put that on Bob Melvin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to know. You have to know that you have if to look you, at him. I mean, start the inning with Wilson. Right. You start the will- inning with Wilson. And then, so that's what I'm trying to get right. to is like, and then you get to the ninth inning. And like you said, if you are going to pitch Josh Hader in that inning at any point, why the fuck are you not starting the inning with Josh Hader? It, that, that, it just, it just, it, it doesn't. What are you saving him for? Well, you know, the adage, you're saving him for the 10th, but the problem is you need to get to the 10th. You're saving him for the one run lead. You're saving him for the one run lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're thinking to yourself, you know what? Um, you know, I feel decent heading into the inning. Who was pitching? Who that Nick Martinez? Nick Martinez, yeah. So you're thinking, okay, Nick Martinez, you know, can can get me through this spot. Gosh darn it. My damn light. <laughs> Whatever. John goes dark. So have so have the Padres. Um, I'm with you. I mean, Josh Hader was up in the eighth inning. They were hoping for a lead. Or he was up in the top of the ninth inning. They're hoping to get a lead. They sit him down and then they bring him in middle of the inning. I mean, this is the it's the discussion point of the night. Let's get to some of these supers. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, please consider a super. Great way to support our work. Support the channel. Vent. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Let's get this thing started. Benjamin, thank you. Um, Benjamin has used his super tonight. And Benjamin, feel free to contribute with more. To rip Jim. And I respect that. He says, I bet the first thing Jim does is defend his daddy, Melvin. I don't know how Jim goes through life with these blinders on. Wake up. Would you like to react to that? Well, one, I didn't even see this uh, super chat before I talked about Bob Melvin tonight. I don't think I defended Bob Melvin tonight. Did I defend Bob Melvin tonight? No. Okay. So there you go. I, I just I just think it's there's a time and place to rip Bob Melvin, but after every fucking loss, all I see is fans wanting to fire Bob Melvin without any context of anything, without any plan to go forward. They just want to rip Bob, rip and fire Bob Melvin and thinking that doing that will change the course of this season and not and overlooking the fact that this team is fucking pathetic at times with run, you know, just hitting wise and with runners in scoring position and no, 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 no. Fire Bob Melvin. That will change everything. The That's thing is where I get upset with. Yeah, and with and obviously Jim's the, the last apologist on earth. I mean, he really isn't. I, but I think his points are valid. I mean, managers don't go because of bad decisions. If they did, you'd have 10 managers in a year. So it just doesn't work like that. I argued <laughs> vehemently last night that Bob Melvin, you know, is not maybe the manager that you thought you got in 2022. It doesn't make him a bad manager. I'm not saying this guy's the worst manager, but he's not the best. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I think we can all admit he's somewhere in the middle. There's pros and there's cons, like most of the managers, by the way, in the game. And ultimately, he's not going to be the sole reason or even the primary reason they're in or out of the postseason. Either way, he's not going to be the reason they're in. He's not going to be the reason they're out. Um, so, Benjamin, if you want to weigh in more, feel free to and contribute I, again. Before we get to the other super. super chats, I have to throw this out there. Like, 
bro, do you not realize they made the NL fucking CS last year? Or did you just like not watch? Because I think that, right. that he took a team that was that had all the makings of underperforming and actually turned them into overachievers. Yeah, it's that's fair. I mean, they so, certainly weren't underachievers. Hey, you want to have some more context? There's your context. Take Jesus. that, Chango Surfo, who's a loyal viewer. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, Juan Soto walks. Thank you for the super chat, guys. Thanks for being with us. Padres lose a um, just another tough one to San Francisco. The Giants have won nine straight. The Padres aren't on life support, support but they are in a tough spot as they lose today. Walked off again in San Francisco 4-3. Juan Soto walks says, Hater should have starred the ninth. Um, GG Bomel. What's GG? Uh, Gotta go, Bomel. Gotta go. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, again, it's easier with hindsight, but I'm not pitching Josh Hader except in a clean inning. That's what I listen. If I lose with Nick Martinez in the ninth inning, I lose with Nick Martinez in the ninth inning. I'm fine with it once he starts the inning. And if I lose with Josh Hader in a clean inning in the ninth inning, I'm completely fine with it. Once you get cute and make a mid inning pitching change and bring Josh Hader in, you are getting yourself in hot water. He used three pitchers in the ninth inning yesterday, Jim. Three and he used two pitchers in the ninth inning today. That's unconventional. That is very unconventional, and it didn't work. He's either of the nights. Like like you said to start the show, he's on a cold streak right now, and he's making moves that are just not working. They're just not. Uh, it it you know for a bullpen that has been the second best in all of baseball right. all year long. But did people forget that that this is the second best bullpen in all of baseball for the entire year? At this point in time, he is making moves that are not working out. And he, you could say he's second-guessing himself, or you could say that he's overthinking himself. It could be one or the other. But regardless, the moves that are being made are not working out. And the players that he's putting in these positions are not getting it done. They're just not. Now, I don't think he's the type of man. This isn't Jace Tingler. I don't think he's the type of manager where like, the players are going to lose faith in him. It's Bob Melvin. I mean, I think he was making the same decisions, to be honest, last year. I think there were highs and lows. I thought he made some terrible decisions last year in the postseason. And forget about the NLCS. I think he got away with stuff mm-hmm. against the Dodgers, leaving pitchers, starters in too long and getting away with it. It's who he is. I don't think you lose the clubhouse over it. He's a veteran guy. He's got credibility. But – that you know he's got pros he's got cons and you know his flaw is his bullpen usage at times uh jim thank you for contributing to john and jim here on the wrap-up show he says uh gotta find a way to split the series i mean you do have darvish snell for games three and four uh darvish has been up and down let's be honest more down than up he has struggled at times at oracle he has struggled at times when weather patterns are weird which is what you get in san francisco and then blake snell's been great for Thursday afternoon. So two would be beautiful. Um, one's not ideal and worse than that. And you have put yourself completely out of NLS contention. Mm-hmm. I promise you that they don't win the next two days. I won't, I will not mention a division title the rest of the year. I won't, I won't even theorize on it the rest of the season. If they lose the next two games. Yeah. No, if they lose the next two games, you can, I mean, then there needs to be some serious questions, you know, answered by this team as far as are they going to even be buyers of the deadline? Are they going to sell? Or, or where, where's yeah, the future June, going? But, it's yeah. still June, but where are you going? I mean, you have to, you put yourself in a corner if they lose the next two games, or even if they, you know, split the next two games where you're still thinking to yourself, um, yeah, this is uh, this is a situation that's not good because 
if by chance they claw back into a playoff spot and make it as the last team and then lose in the first round, is that really benefiting your franchise? This is the problem with going all in before the flop. Yep. You know, it's like you can't go further in. And by the way, and not even going all in. This is the problem with a huge, huge wager or ante or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm not really a poker player, but I kind of get it. The problem with that is now don't go throw bad money at a lot of money. Like you're already so committed to this season, but now you're going to throw bad money at it. If all of a sudden you're five games under 500 and it's July 15th, I mean, you got to, you can't jeopardize the next two years to go chase down something that's not going to happen in 2023. Now there's a long way to go between now and July 31st. As dumb as it sounds, and we've said it for forever, there just is. I mean, they could get swept in the series and then turn around and beat the Nationals three straight games. But Good. you got to find a way to get you know at least one of the next two, if not both. Michael, thank you for the super. Thank you for your listenership and your viewership. He has been a loyal viewer of ours and supporter of ours really since day one, I think, of the YouTube channel. Michael, thank you. He says, this is torture to watch nightly radio show. Was thumbs up. Man, we took a lot of calls today on Bob Melvin, on John and Jim. I mean, as many calls as we ever take, Jim. I don't know the number because we don't typically take calls for three hours, but we open up the lines. We took 15 calls, 20 calls on it. People are pissed. Mm-hmm. People are pissed. I They're get pissed. it. And it goes to the second that this team is where they're at, it's the easiest low-hanging fruit of every single person. Fire the manager. Right. And, and I not, just, hey, Manny Machado, I just I mean, don't the- think it like you can't. I personally think that, that, you know, doing that is the easy way out. And it's not thinking things through. Like, has Bob Melvin been the greatest manager? No, he hasn't. Has he done things that uh, you are upset with? Absolutely. Has he made head scratching moves? Absolutely. But then my response to, hey, they just need to fire Bob Melvin is, who are you going to get that's better? And by the way, do you want AJ Preller to be hiring another manager when he has failed miserably, not once, not twice, not three times? You fire Bob Melvin, that's a fourth time. You really want to go through that? They're not, they can't fire Bob Melvin because AJ no. Preller can't hire another manager unless Bob Melvin retires. Then he can. If Bob Melvin retires at the end of the 2024 season, go get a manager. Yeah, but you not, can't fire the manager. The only way Melvin is gone, which every, it seems like, 80% of the people want, which is just crazy to me. Um, it's going to have to be a Bob Melvin walks away from this situation. Cause if it's the other way around and Preller fires Bob Melvin, if you're Peter Seidler, you just got to let everyone go at that situation. At that point, you just, you're letting everybody go. You can't, you can't have this happen again where AJ Preller has to hire a new manager because he had to fire Bob Melvin. That's yeah, just who's not hire chat no. GPT. I mean himself. Yeah. The radio announcer, me. I mean, what's next? Yeah. Uh, Benjamin, thank you again. Now, this is Benjamin who ripped Jim with the first super of the night. Um, here he takes a shot at Melvin. He says, When's Melvin going to deal with Machado? He can't. We took a call on this today. Uh, let me start here and then Jim can go off. What are we talking about? The organization, the owner of the team, just gave Manny Machado a lifetime contract for $350 million. He will be the highest paid player in the history of the franchise. There will not be a close second, and that includes Fernando Tatis Jr. and Xander Bogarts and whomever else. We'll see about Juan Soto. But what are you talking about? It's Manny Machado's team. You want Bob Melvin to go after Manny Machado, who, by the way, had two hits tonight and made as good of a defensive play as you can make again 
He's done it routinely. He's done it often. He's made huge plays in June. I know he hasn't hit, but it's not like he's not hitting by choice. He's helping the team. Look at the defensive play he made, the step on third in one motion throw to home to complete a double play and preserve whatever the game was in that moment. Deal with what? What did Manny Machado do that was so egregious tonight or last night? What, he didn't, he didn't sprint down the line last night? By the way, he did tonight, and he legged out a ball when the throw was up the line. The first baseman came off the bag in the ninth inning. Where's the credit? I mean, what do you want Manny Machado to do? He's had a bad offensive year. So what? You're supposed to chew him out? He's had a bad offensive year? Yeah. It, yeah. It, Manny right. is uh, probably, you know, you get third most powerful person in this franchise. He, nobody's going to talk down to Manny Machado. No one's going to get in Manny Machado's face. No one's going to get in Manny Machado for not hustling. Like, it's not going to happen. Manny is Manny Machado. And he goes by the beat of his own drum. And the beat of his own drum is, at this point in his career, a Hall of Fame career. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does He's Manny do things? towards it. Does Manny do things that I don't like? Absolutely. Has Manny been dog shit this year? Absolutely. But to to be upset that Melvin's not getting in Machado's face, like I, I don't know what to tell you there because that's never going to happen. <laughs> it's, it's never going to happen. Uh, if you don't, have, if you got a problem with Manny Machado, then you have a problem with ownership and the GM. They kept him here, and you shouldn't have. Without Manny Machado, I mean, do we really think the Padres are better off short term? or medium term without Manny Machado, even with him having a bad year. I mean, give me a break. It would be better without Manny Machado. Who, who would you prefer at third base, Hassan Kim, for the next 10 years? It's the same argument with Bob Melvin, and I see a lot of people in the chat. We'll go to Mike Schilt. Okay. Great. <laughs> Great. And you're better? You're better? You think yeah. you're better with Mike Schilt? Nothing would change. Nothing. The players still suck. They can't get hit with runners in scoring position, and they can't win run one, run, one run games. Is he a bullpen whisperer, Mike Schilt? Yeah, not I'm that sure. I know of. Exactly. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But if you're telling me that Mike Schilt is the guy, like you're just throwing shit at a dartboard hoping it sticks. Let's get to Trevor. Trevor, thank you for the super. Guys, if you want to weigh in, click the dollar sign below the chat box. You have to subscribe if you are here right now. We do appreciate that. Um, he says it's not that he's making bad decisions. It's that Tim Hill wasn't going last night for a third inning when dealing, but can go tonight. He wasn't not going for a third inning. He used that post game as an excuse. I buy that. He didn't go for a third inning because of Gabe Kapler. Credit to Gabe Kapler. He won the managerial chess match. Gabe Kapler went to Austin Slater, who's killed left-handed pitching, and has hit Tim Hill before. That's why Tim Hill didn't start the ninth inning. Now, again, he had the excuse post-game. He doesn't throw three innings, and I've had the excuse. We're not going to throw a guy three innings that doesn't throw three innings. Tim Hill's got a rubber arm. I got no problem pitching Tim Hill again. It's Tim Hill. What's he throw? He's not throwing 98. No. You know? He's a craft guy. So I don't have a problem throwing him again. I think the only reason he really didn't start that inning last night is because Gabe Kapler outflanked, outmaneuvered, outshined, outclassed Bob Melvin last night. Yeah. It Again, guys, if you fire Bob Melvin right now, which a lot of people <laughs> want to, I mean, they just, you fire Bob Melvin right now, that would be, I think, the worst decision that you could make because not only are you nuking your season, you're firing a guy that, by all accounts, players really like. I mean, if you looked last year, you saw players like Manny Machado and 
Joe Musgrove say that, oh, I don't know, he was the best manager they've ever had. Um, <laughs> you're nuking everything because the reason why they brought Bob Melvin here is because they needed some guy that was not Jay Stingler and not Andy Green. And then you're going to have AJ Preller again hire another guy. And then in season, because you're not hiring anybody. He's not hiring anyone. In anybody in season, you're just elevating Ryan Flaherty or Ryan Christensen or whoever. Like it's just an elevation. And then the 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 notion, well, the Phillies did it last year with Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi fucking sucks. He can't even hold. Yeah, Bob right. Melvin's His track record with the Phillies wasn't as wasn't Bob Melvin's. You know, like they had been disappointing. And Rob Thompson, lightning in a bottle. They did the firing much earlier, by the way. It was in May. And it's not happening. It's just not. I mean, we can talk about it all night long. It's not, He's not getting fired tomorrow. He's not. <laughs> you want to, you want to, I see a comment in here that I know you're yeah. going to like blow get to up it. on. And then we'll get back to Richard. We'll get back to Richard. Thank you, Richard. Thank you guys for the supers. Uh, Frank, let me read this. This fucking take. Oh, like uh, I haven't Frank. heard that before. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> let me get a sip of water because I'm laughing and I'm. Yeah. Frank. John and Jim aren't even diehard San Diego Padres. Well, we're not Padres. We're not, first we're not Padres um, at all. They're both transplants that came to San Diego for work. Their take aren't serious. I'm assuming takes. A couple of things. A couple of things. It is true. When my mother gave birth to me, it was not in San Diego, California. I right. will take all the blame on that. Yeah. I am blame accountable and responsible for that. And it is very fair for Frank to come at both of us. In fact, Jim's mom didn't give birth to him in San Diego. Shockingly, it was an amazing decision. Yes. I still have an issue with her because Me of too. it. I, I I'm, I'm really upset. Stupid. I, I, really... I told her to drive down, and she was like, "No." I'm like, "That's stupid." Yeah, I'm like, you need to give birth to me in Gotta San Diego. Give... Okay, so there's that. Secondly, secondly, Frank, you think we need to do this every single night? Why do you think we do this, Frank? Why do you think we do this? You think we do this to hmm, maybe interact with San Diego Padres fans, our audience, because it's our livelihood? Or do you think we do this because we're cashing tens of thousands of dollars on the side from the YouTube wrap-up show channel? Is, it, is this a money play, Frank? Is that what we're doing? Is it we're doing it for $4 Super Chats? That's the play? Our time at 11 o'clock at night with a four-year-old and spouses, and he's getting ready for a wedding? And I'm married and my wife's upstairs. Why are we doing this, Frank? You tell me. Why are you here? You don't have to be here. But whatever we're doing apparently has resonated for you because you're here. You want to go watch someone from San Diego? Go watch someone from San Diego. Feel free. Why are you here? We could block you in two seconds. I don't, we never block anyone. But if you want to troll, we'll block you. Who cares? You, you think I could care less? I couldn't. Here's, here's also a little dirty secret. Anybody else you listen to in this town, Frank, besides maybe like two, aren't from San Diego originally. If you're from San Diego, so who what? fucking cares? You know how many people what are in? Mean? Like, I've followed this team way, for the last decade. Okay. Dude, our, our armed service members moved to San Diego. Is that a problem? Yeah. Is that a problem? Yeah, it's 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 a take that is so funny to me because um it just yeah, Frank. If you want, if you want fanboys doing this shit, go somewhere else. Yeah, we're, exactly. we're not, we're not going to be some fucking fanboys that like legitimately want to have Bob Melvin fired because that right, that take way, right there. If we do, we'll tell you. We'll, di- but yeah. we're unbiased. If we do, we'll tell you. 
Right. If we want Bob Melvin fired, the first thing I'll say is Bob Melvin should be fired. We can make that determination when, if I think AJ Preller should be fired, I'll tell you. I don't think he should today. We'll judge him at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And and everybody's upset in the chat. Everybody's upset. I get it. Like, look, hey, your team right now is not doing well. The Padres are, for expectations, on purpose, are just shitting away this season for all the money that they have spent. So I get it. It is a frustrating time. Um, and anything that I tweet, it's like, fuck you, Jim. It's like, <laughs> okay. If, if I'm making a joke, fuck you. You don't know shit. You're a fucking idiot. Like, I got a lot of that tonight. And I wasn't even, like, doing anything crazy. I was making a joke. And I'm an idiot. And I'm a fucking clown. And I'm a, it, I'm a you know, I was called other derogatory things that I can't say on this, that I will not say on this. But if you want to listen to fans talk about this team, then don't listen don't to us. Don't do it. Because we're we not said that? going to give you that fan perspective because the fan perspective right now is straight up fire everybody. You want us to say that? I, I then 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 I don't know what to tell you, man. We're 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 talking through this. We're here for you. And Sorry that I wasn't born in San Diego. My bad. My apologies. Frank, you should start your own channel. That's what you should do. Yeah. And, and um, all right, let's I've get back to the for, for, I've no. lived here for 13, 14 years. Okay. I'm 34 years old. That's not good enough. That's a long time in no. one city. No, it's not. I have followed it's not this team. Turn 100. I, I, I've been working in radio and, and media for over almost a decade now. And I've followed this team as close as every single one of you for the last 11 years doesn't matter blame your mom true um richard thank you for the super can't keep reliving the past that's last year not now sorry man i'm not even sure where we were with this and that's fair by the way i i that's fair in general we're not gonna at the end of the year be like they were in the nlcs in 2022 and they went 74 and, and 90 or whatever the math would be 74 and 88 uh, fair at the end of the year we'll we'll judge this year for what it is but is last year still somewhat relevant with us only being in June and then making the National League Championship Series last year? I think it's at least somewhat relevant because this book hasn't been finished, you know? But thank you, Richard. Uh, Kyle, thank you. He says, what about trying the Mike Schilt experiment? He's on staff and a capable interim replacement. Why not? I mean, would it be the most shocking thing in the history of the world if Bob Melvin stepped aside or if he was let go, if Mike Schilt came in and and there was a level of success under Mike Schilt. No, it wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world. I'm just saying, why do it? What's, what's the advantage to do it? There is none because essentially you're not, you're not punting on the season, but this, this would be, I I just think it would be catastrophic if you just fire Bob Melvin mid season. I just like, likely it probably would. (laughs) <laughs> and and, you know. and the only and I, I will say this: the, I think the only way that that ha- that would happen is if literally Manny Machado and Joe Musgrove went to Peter Seidler and AJ Pollard and were like, "We need a change." But I don't think that's happening. That's not happening. Yeah, exactly. And that's why he's not going anywhere. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you, John, for the super. He says Ozzy Guillen is available. LOL. And it's funny. I mean, there are listen. Everyone likes the backup quarterback. Everyone likes. The prospect. Everyone likes the top. Everyone loves Ethan Salas. We'll see what he looks like when he's here, you know? Because the truth is all that matters is what's going on here in the now. And the, what are managed, not to 
Managers have value, no question about it, but it's not going to be the end-all be-all. You're not going to say at the end of the year, Bob Melvin's the reason they're in, Bob Melvin's the reason they're out. In all likelihood, would be my guess. Uh, Carlos, what's going on, man? Thanks for hanging. He says, thought about it. Bo Mel to blame again, and that's fair. Wilson, six pitches only, and only pitches that one inning. Why Nick in the ninth instead of clean inning for Hater? That's a perfect I, – yep. I think that is a – Absolutely, perfectly fair question to ask. Like, if you're planning on bringing Josh Hader in the ninth inning with a couple men on, then why aren't you going to start him the ninth inning? That, to me, tells me he was saving him for the 10th, and he got in a situation where he had no one else to go to but his closer. And thinking in that moment, I'm like, okay, if Josh, if, if Hader gets out of this, there's also a 0% chance he starts the next inning. That's just, th- he's not doing that with Josh Hader. So then who do you go to after that? You already have a work, I mean, we were in a situation tonight, John, where we could have been looking at Luis Garcia in that game again if things got weird. Correct. Yeah, well, he probably would have pitched the 10th inning with a lead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, dude. Would he have yeah. not? If Hader threw a lot of pitches in the ninth, who's pitching the 10th? Probably not. Maybe Honeywell. Who knows? I'd have to look at the bullpen. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Who knows, man? It's a, it's a lot. By the way, I just put Frank in timeout. Frank, you're not banned yet. But now you're talking crap. So you got one more chance to come out of timeout. You can be um, cordial or you can get banned. So that's up to you. And you think we're here for subscribers and super chats? Well, if you're a subscriber, we'll ban you. There is a subscriber. We could care less. Um, Justin, thank you for the super. He says 2021 Braves were 35 and 38. Won the World Series. A lot of season left. I mean, that's kind of amazing. Two years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. As, as dark as this is, as down as we are, as frustrating as it's been, they still could turn it around. There's precedent, and yeah, again, if they were 25 and 48, if they were cardinal esque, bury them. You know, you're talking about a one in a hundred stuff, but at 35 and 38, you're not talking about one in a hundred stuff. Odds are getting longer, but this is not one in a hundred stuff to make the postseason. I don't know about winning the World Series, but it's not one in a hundred to make the postseason if you're five games out. It's just not. Odds are getting, you know, longer. But it's not impossible to envision this team turning around. They just got to turn it around. Stupid as that sounds. Um, Harv, thank you for the super from the UK. This team doesn't deserve to make postseason, not watching no more. You're going to get that. I mean, there's going to be some people that turn, you know, turn their whatever, turn the other way in the Padres, right, until they get this thing going. I'm sure they're not getting the exact same viewership or listenership for support. I mean, they are in at Petco in park, but yeah, I think some of the attention is going to dissipate Jim. If, if they continue to play like this, I think that's reasonable. That's how fans are. Well, they already set the record for most sellouts in a season. So, which is amazing. They're good there. <laughs> yeah, I think they are good there. Um, okay. Let's get back to the supers in a moment. Going to get back to the supers in a moment. Thank you for your support. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We will get to all of the supers here tonight. I do want to thank Mark Nimitz. Jim wants to do the same thing. He's our title sponsor. I've been talking to Mark throughout the course of the day. 
He's frustrated. Everyone's frustrated. Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have insurance needs, he is your go-to guy. He's our title sponsor. He's been with us now for multiple years. He can save you $750 or more on your insurance just by switching over to him. I've got a homeowner's policy. I've got an earthquake insurance policy. I've got a life insurance policy with Mark. And take it from me. He's a great insurance agent. I had a claim in here. He took care of everything. I hate all of that. The process, Mark makes it easy. I sent a text off. He took care of everything, took care of all the paperwork, saved us thousands of dollars. So click the link in the description down below. If you have an insurance need, you can get a free quote. That's right, a free quote online, auto home, business life, condo renters, earthquake, more. If you support the channel, if you support our work, please support the title sponsor of the wrap-up show, Mark Nimitz. Yeah, all this information always is above my head. Mnimitz at farmersagent.com. When you reach out to our buddy, Mark, who is definitely upset tonight, uh, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. By the way, unlike John and Jim, a San Diego native. That is true. So he's much better than us. Correct. You can thank his parents. Uh, Austin, thank you for the super. He says they combined five hits after the fifth inning through two games. Yeah, I think they've scored all their runs in the first five innings of these two games. It's not great. I mean, it's Mm-mm. that's the other side of the conversation, Jim. The offense goes quiet. You mean like the thing that we should be talking about the most, right, but we're the just actually sick matters. And fucking tired of talk about talking about it. We're just going to move on to, Hey, we should just fire Bob Melvin instead. Right. It's when, true. when like right. the main thing is the main thing with this team and one, they can't hit two. They're not any type of clutch on the team right now. Three, the big bats are all having career worst seasons. Well, two of them are in uh, Manny and Xander, who are your uh, three, four hitters. Um, and Cronenworth as well. Cronenworth is having a, a god awful season. So yeah, no, no. Let's not talk about that though. Let's talk about hey, fire Bob Melvin. Fuck it. Fire fire Bob Melvin. I like that. I do. I really like where your head's at. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, the truth is, what will turn this team around is you know their ability to hit. I mean, and because when those unfortunately guys Bob hitting, Melvin can't really do anything regarding that or do a lot regarding that. Because when those guys start hitting, guess who becomes a better manager? Bobby. That'd be correct. I mean, it's tough, though. You, you know, yesterday you lose a Soto hitting two home runs. Today, Tatis is three for five. It's like, you know, you're getting two hits out of uh, Soto. Mm-hmm. They changed Machado, by the way, the second one from a hit to an error, okay. which I think is right. He didn't get a second hit. Had a hit in an RBI. Bogart's a hit. Grisham, two hits. I mean, did they have 10 hits in this game? I mean, they had 10 hits in this game. Yeah. Win the game with 10 like hits, said, and they didn't. Has, has, is, is Bob Melvin perfect? Uh, absolutely not. Has Bob Melvin made multiple mistakes? Absolutely. If you guys were here with us last year, we fucking destroyed him in the postseason a lot. And especially game five of the NLCS when he didn't use Josh Hader against Bryce Harper. So if you think I'm a shill for Bob Melvin for this year, I'd be like, um, well, I would look at the players and what they're not doing first. And then you can look at what Bob Melvin's not doing and then you can assess what the bigger issue is. Carlos, I love you, but I disagree here. Thank you for the super. He says Machado got his bag, bought his home on First Avenue Coronado, got that SoCal disease, which is laid back, chill, and not worry about anything. I don't think it's that. I really just don't. I mean, I think he's battled a little bit of health. I think maybe he's battled to some extent his own poor play and the team's performances. I think defensively he's made some significant plays i think offensively for whatever reason he'll have a moment or two and nothing more i don't know why i don't know why he looks different at the plate right now compared to 2022 i don't understand it but i don't think it's because of a lack of effort he says he's joking i just don't okay good good 
Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thankfully. Because I'm pretty sure that's a take that a lot of people actually have. That's like legit. They think is legitimate. Yeah. It's not as simple not. as stuff like that. It's just not. I mean, someone like Manny Machado, who's heading for the Hall of Fame, who has signed multiple big deals, he's not He's not getting complacent in the way you think he is. I mean, he, he wishes he was hitting two. I promise you that. There's no way he doesn't. There's no way he's dealing with this well. There's just no way. Um, even if he takes it on the media and sometimes takes it on the fan base, maybe he doesn't do it the right way, but I don't think I don't think he's he's just cool with the way he's performed. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, Vector, thank you. He says we're in a toxic relationship with AJ's tenure. Two good seasons makes us think that we are good, and when they are bad, fans just blame a manager instead. More on AJ than Bob, obviously, right, Jim? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Bob Melvin, does he get blamed for this? Absolutely, he does. They, everyone gets blamed. Okay, if you think I'm not blaming Bob Melvin. Listen to me very clearly here. Bob Melvin takes blame for what is happening this season. Okay? Does he take all the blame? No. That is what I'm trying to get through people's heads here. Is that you can blame somebody without like wanting to having to fire them. <laughs> like we, we would when Jace Taylor was here in 2021. We got to a point, and pretty much the same point as that season, maybe a little further in, we all knew this was what he was way over his head. We we saw it. We knew it. Everything. Yep. Do you feel like that about Bob Melvin, or do you feel no, like he's just not making no. right decisions? Yeah, I mean, I think he's a little overmatched with his bullpen and with in-game decision-making, which isn't ideal, to be honest. I mean, the record in close games is horrific this year. It was a lot better, though, last year. I mean... No, I don't, but I don't think he's lost his clubhouse, and I think he's a credible, experienced winning manager. Yes. You know? Now, it, it, if if Manny was hitting, and if Bogarts was hitting, and if this team was hitting just 230 with runners in the scoring position, it would be, it, you know how much different this would be? But hey, a lot. shoulda, woulda, couldas are the greatest thing ever. Um, someone, by the way, asked how someone just put it in the chat. I'm not, I'll just, um, someone asked how my dad's doing. He's doing better. I appreciate you asking. He had open heart surgery about two weeks ago. He's in a rehab facility right now, just building back strength. I appreciate you asking about my dad. All right. Um, let me get back to it here. Where were we? Um, Brett, thank you. He blames it all on losing Profar, but that's a joke. Was Profar a glue guy? I have no idea. Yeah, who who else who else are you gonna blame tonight? If you can't blame Bob Melvin, who else are you gonna blame? I mean, I guess you could blame the you know bullpen allowed runs in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, so it wasn't perfect. Even if you, you know, take out the ninth inning, you know the Jack Peterson home run. So bullpen wasn't perfect tonight. They weren't, and Seth Lugo was great. We haven't even mentioned his name. Sixty-six pitches. Yeah, he was great. He was great. And by the way, why did he throw 66 pitches? He was on a pitch count. Pitch so they count. just take him yeah. out. Yeah, pitch count, pitch count, guys. Uh, Juan Soto walks. Thank you. People should be blaming the historically bad RISP, runners in scoring position offense, not Melvin. I mean, it's been awful. Nah, it's blame been Melvin. awful. Blame Melvin for that, too. It's been awful. Andrew, thank you. He says, uh, Xander contract seems like Hosmer part two. I wouldn't go that far. Players over 30 are on the downside of their careers. I agree with that. Why pay prime money for a guy with an 800 OPS at Fenway? He's a better player than what we've seen. He's battled this wrist. He has really struggled in May and June. 
and it's only year one of an 11 year deal. I don't think you can compare it to Hosmer. Sure, Hosmer didn't get near the money, but I'm not, I'm nowhere near that point as of yet. But the points valid, he has struggled. Absolutely. If if you're looking at uh, this team right now and saying what player is hurting them the most, like it's Manny and Bogarts. Those guys, you know, Manny, Bogarts, and Cronenworth, your three, four, five hitters tonight went two for 15 and they left like a million men on base. Mm-hmm. And that's not good enough. And this has been happening way too often with those guys. Way too often. And I don't know if Bogarts is hurt. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Manny. I think Cronenworth's on this decline in his career ever since he got brought up that people just aren't like looking at and they're just looking the other way. Um, And all of those factors are making it just, you know, the one of the worst seasons that those three guys have ever had. Yeah, it's not a good combination, obviously. And, and that's you look up and you're three games under 500. Surprise. You got no production out of guys you need production from. So it's almost surprising they're not worse than three games under 500. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, we appreciate the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. There's a lot to get to. Padres lose in San Francisco tonight. 4 3 walked off again. HBVV, always good to hear from you. He says, Frank is Dick Monfort or Box Burner account. Listen, it is what it is. People are going to troll. When you do what we do for a living, look at Jim on social media. I'll get it as well. This is, I mean, you know, it happens. Players get criticized. We'll get criticized. It is what it is. It's not personal with Frank. I really could care less. There's other people that have had similar opinions. But, like, don't start. Don't start being ridiculous. Don't start making it personal with us. That's just utterly stupid. It's just so stupid. Um, Crazy Raider Rat, thank you. Uh, damn it, I wasn't even born in this country. I guess I'm not a legit Padres fan. My bad. Peace out, y'all. Thank you, Crazy Raider. Peace Rat. out. Yeah, you can't. Is, I can't believe you you were think born the Padres, here. by the way, only want fans from San Diego? Right. How many How many Padres season ticket holders are you know transplants? How many right. people in the city of San Diego are transplants? I'd love to know. A lot. Yeah, including it, basically everyone in our military. Yeah, and anybody covering a team anywhere. If you're not a born and raised fan of that team, then no credibility, none. Why would not want to listen to you? Right, exactly. Um, like I personally think it's better if you did not grow up a fan of that team because then you're not making rash, emotional takes because you are so fired up if they lose. That's just you know me where, personally. Uh, do you know where Mr. Padre was born? Oh, I want to say, oh, yeah, not San Diego, up in L.A. I mean, who cares? But he's no one's more synonymous with San Diego sports history than Tony Gwynn. That's my point. And to say Tony Gwynn is anything other than a San Diegan is obviously a complete disservice to him and his family. Uh, Coastal Card Collector, thank you. He says, do the Padres have performance or culture problem? Oh, so is it beyond performance and more to like the DNA? Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I, I don't. I can't definitively say that there is, but. You've been saying this all season, like something is. Yeah. Off. Oh, I said it early. You, you just, you, yeah, and and we've heard things. It's not f- too far off. How bad are they? Who knows? I'm not right. saying that it's like the worst thing ever. I'm not saying it's the best thing ever. I'm just saying that the stuff that we've heard, the stuff that we've read, obviously, like reported on, and this just watching this team every single day, it's hard not to say that. Something is just off, or oh, not something off. off. You know, it's something off. Something's off there, and maybe we'll get to the bottom of it at some point. Maybe not. I mean, listen, Kevin Acey, as recently as two weeks ago, said 
essentially paraphrasing now reckoning is coming. What was the word he used? Fissures. Fissures. Yeah. You know, and that if this team doesn't make the postseason, it is very conceivable to envision a reckoning. I'm para- It's not the exact word he used, but that's what he was saying. And, and it's hard to disagree with him. The further you get into the season, JD Gatcher, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for your support. He says, this is why we love John and Jim. This is why we love you. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, JD Gatcher. Uh, Richard, thank you. He says, Dodger fan or fam here. Um, I enjoy your radio show. I respect your passion for the Padres. Enjoy your takes. Both of you do a great job. Labor of love. Thank you, Richard. Um, and I appreciate get it. By the way, I appreciate it. When people are here that aren't fans of the Padres, we appreciate it because we, we get it. I mean, it's not like we're not expecting. So mm-hmm. like, there's going to be fans of other teams. That's fine. Someone on, someone on social media said tonight that uh, my Twitter is like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, thanks for following me. Like you follow me. And they were like, right. you at least you acknowledge it. I'm like, okay, like great. It, cool. You follow like that's just, I, I, I appreciate you, want, you. You'd rather be polarizing than what's the word? Um, you'd rather that than like apathy. Yeah. <laughs> like like irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm just being myself. I'm not doing an act here. Like I, this is no act on social media, on, on the radio, right. on wrap up show. Like you this is just Jim who I is am. capable of acting. Come on. <laughs> I'm saying like this is you. You're like you're, you're you is my point. Uh, Joshua, thank you. Very generous for the super oh, chat. Thanks, Joshua. Uh, born and raised in San Diego, 38 years. These two put together something that, at the end of the day, brings this community together. Respect to John and Jim for representing the city. Stay classy, Frank. Joshua, that's very kind. Thanks, man. Uh, and it is. You know what I noticed, Jim, the other night at the Blind Borough. I think it was last Friday. Is that. I love when I see our viewers interact with each other in like a social setting like, or maybe oh, it was actually at the person? ballpark yeah. with Carlos and Richard. And then they were talking about like crazy Raider rat or yeah. someone else. With, and like, it's an amazing, I love seeing that. I mean, mm-hmm. I love, that's the power of YouTube. And by the way, the radio too. I mean, it's an amazing medium, but the power of YouTube is really incredible. And it's amazing how you guys all interact with each other. And it's so cool to see. It is. And, and to Joshua's point there about representing the city, like, I have lived here for so long. I consider San Diego like my home, you know, and, and I, I met my fiance here, uh, got my first run in radio. John, your, your Jones was my born in was San born Diego. Here. I'm going to get married in San Diego. I proposed to Aaron here. Um, you know, I, I think that San Diego is a place that I will always love and John will always love. And if we weren't born here, then sorry, I'm not sorry, but uh, to, to not think that we don't love this city is complete false. Programming announcement, though. The Dodgers wrap-up show starts Monday. Which <laughs> Yes, and then I'm going to start a Giants. A year. I'm going to start a Giants wrap-up show after that, yeah. too. And then Diamondbacks. They've all had right. better years. We want to we cash in. That's what, we're going right to the Dodgers. This hasn't been as fun as we expected. We want a team uh, from a larger city. Um, just kidding. All right, let's get back to the Supers. J.D. Gaucho, thank you. He says, if Bo Mellis can get Klyovkov to replace him. George Klyovkov. That's a whole other conversation. Uh, SGL Stevens. Actually, let's get right back to this. We're going to get right back to the Supers in a moment. We do need to make sure to thank the people that support our channel uh, day in and day out, like our viewers, our partners here on the wrap-up show, like Aura, ORA.organic, like Mark Nimitz, local business. We work with San Diegans. Folks like their co-founder, Will, who was born and raised 
in San Diego. They have offices right here in Liberty Station. Plant-based nutrition. Every single one of their products is plant-based. If you're looking to get healthier, they can help you. If you want to support this channel, they can help you as well. They have a probiotic, which I've taken every day for over a year. My wife's been taking it probably for a month plus as well at this point for digestion, heart health, mental clarity. We all could use it. Um, they have proteins for after workouts. They have pre-workout supplements. If you're taking an omega-3 oil or a fish oil, you can take their omega-3 oil, sleep pills, immunity pills, literally something for everyone. Free shipping right now and subscription orders over $50. So you can click the link in the description down below. You can get to Aura, ORA.organic. You can shop and browse as you watch the wrap-up show. If you support our work, if you're looking to support a local business here in our community, check out Aura, ORA.organic. Yeah, if you want to live a healthy lifestyle, go to Aura right now, www.ora.organic. Their website uh, has everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. Go check them out. Will, who is a lifelong Padres fan, just had a newborn recently. Uh, he is a huge reason why this wrap-up show is here. So help support our sponsors, um, especially Will, and it's it's a healthy lifestyle. Like, what's wrong with what's what's worse with, than having a healthy lifestyle? Like go there right now, get us some supplements and uh, John, you'll thank us later. Yeah, no doubt. There'll be a lot of thanking going on later. All right, let's get back to these supers Um, on what has been an interesting first couple of games of this year. The Padres are playing well heading into San Francisco. We said danger zone bullpen game one because of the usage in the previous series. And then Seth Lugo game two. Now Lugo was great, but it was a big unknown coming off the IL. So it was a dangerous spot. And they are clearly behind the eight ball at this point. Let's get back to this. SJL Stevens, thank you for the generous super. He says, if bats were doing damage, AJ Melvin would be considered geniuses. But that's sports. And I agree. And that's mm-hmm. sports. And if, you know, I mean, if, if Clay Thompson looked more like Clay Thompson, then whomever the GM or the president of operations in Golden State was would probably still be there. Like, but you're relying on these players to perform. It's a Big business, right? I mean, it's, it's high pressure. Um, public facing positions like AJ Preller and Bob Melvin, they get paid handsomely, and these te- these players need to produce. And yes, ultimately it's on the players, but when the players don't produce, Jim, what happens? These are the people that take the fall, typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the notion that you could do with every single team and every single sport. Players don't play well, it's the manager's fault. Players play well, manager looks or coach looks amazing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's just, that's how it, it works, dude. I mean, you think uh, Darvin Ham is like a great coach or does he have LeBron and Anthony Davis on his team? You're right. Was Joe Torre a good manager or was he managing the Yankees? Go look at his previous managerial stops. He didn't win. You know where he won with that roster put together by Brian Cashman, right? Yeah. Is, is, is Bob Melvin a shitty manager or... Is it his players not performing in this pretty much the same players he had last year that made it an LCS? And does his organization, to your point yesterday and again today, and I do agree with it, does his organization put him like under a magnifying glass that makes him look worse than maybe he would be elsewhere? You know, would he look better in San Francisco? Would he look better in Oakland, previous regime, or, you know, before this debacle? Um, right. Would he look better in name the spot? It's definitely possible. You put Bob Melvin as the manager of the Atlanta Braves, people are saying Bob Melvin is the best manager in the sport. Good. Yeah, that's, that's definitely possible. It is. You, you put Bob Melvin as the manager of, I don't know, 
Tampa Bay. Like he's the best manager in the history of the sport. And yeah, guess what? He was good pre- if he managed the Dodgers the last five years, probably. He probably and guess what? He pretty much was like the manager of the race because he was de- dealing with Oakland and their you know constrictions that about payroll the same thing that the Rays are dealing with, and he took that team to 97 wins, 97 wins, 96 wins, you know, manager of the year, multiple postseason runs, albeit that said, okay, postseason runs were all disappointing with the, with the Oakland A's. There's no question about that, but like he still has done it, you know, and does he make mistakes? Absolutely. Has he fucked up? Absolutely. Are we going to criticize him? Absolutely. But he's no Jace Tingler and he's no Andy Green. No, I agree with that. I do. I do. Ryan, thank you. He says Padres less than four runs again. Also, what's Hater's walk rate? It's did he have two walks tonight or one? It was two, right? He walked two guys, dude. And he pitched <laughs> what a third of an inning. So here's the numbers. So in twenty-eight and two-third innings, he has issued fourteen walks, which is essentially four and a half walks per every nine innings, which is way too high. Now, even for a guy that gets as many swings and misses and as many strikeouts as he gets. He shouldn't be over three walks per every nine innings. I mean, he could be a tick up because of the strikeouts, but four and a half walks per every nine innings is too high. And his numbers are amazing. He gets away with it. By the way, this is not an earned run for him, the two walks. So he he can get away with it a little bit because of his swings and misses, but it's too high. I agree with the point from Ryan. Uh, Daniel, thank you. He says, so trade Soto or are we extending him in the offseason if we miss the playoffs? Who replaces AJ if fired? I mean, th- these are you know, forward thinking questions, Daniel. I mean, it's a little bit like who said it today, Jim was on the text line. It's like at the end of the year with Melvin, you either fire him or you extend him because <laughs> he's got one year left. And with mm-hmm. Soto, it's like, yeah, I get your point. It's decision time. You got one year left. Are you extending him? Are you trading him? Are you walking? You're going to let him just walk after that trade at the end of 2024. So that's a good point. In regards to replacing AJ, I have no clue. I have no clue what that would look like. Yeah. I, I easiest answer is Theo. Um or you he find wants a, a way, roster that has no flexibility. Yeah. Or you honestly find a way, because the situation in Oakland is shit, to try to pair Billy Bean back up with Bob Melvin. Now, you'd have to give Billy Bean all the power in the world like he has in Oakland, but that's what AJ Preller already has. So there's mm-hmm. options there, but you'd have to go like that route. I don't feel like you could do like anything else and keep Bob Melvin, you know, because if you bring in some other guy that nobody knows who says that it's going to work with Melvin, it might, but I mean, this roster construction has been shit under Preller and there is no cohesiveness between, I feel like the front office and Bob, you know, they have been a very average team for the last two years, except for that postseason run, which, you know, you give all them credit for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But it's just, I don't know what, if you're a Padres fan, do you want them to tank this year? And so there's actual legitimate change, or do you want them to scratch and claw and just like get in as the last playoff spot and probably end up losing in the wild card round? Like, what do you want as a Padres fan? It's way too early to tank. You know what I mean? Like, to, no, I'm not saying tank. I know. But like, I mean, it's way too not tank, but it's way too early to punt, not tank. It's way too early to be wishing that there's change when you have a roster like this, don't you think? I mean, they're 35 and 38. Again, if it was the Cardinals' record, which is what right now, if they were 31 and 43, 
you're thinking long and hard. You're saying, is it realistic? Are we digging out of this? By the way, the Cardinals have won four straight. You can't even quit on the Cardinals. There are eight games out in their division. St. Louis is closer to first place in their division than San Diego is. And they have the worst record in the National League. Well, St. second, second, worst. second worst. St. Louis Third is worse in first place than San Diego. St. Louis, mark my words, could win that division still because it's St. Louis. It's not going to happen, but they could at least. I bet at one point this year, St. Louis will be within five games of first place in that division. So, yeah, yeah it's an interesting time. But no, I don't you think, though, again, I get if you if you're 12 under and it's September 1st, Start making changes. Start thinking about the next year. If you're 12 under August 1st, we can have that conversation. But they're not three under. It's way too early. It's just too early to be thinking about 2024, I think. Yeah. If they're 12 games under on September 1st, well, then it's over for the year. Then everyone's packing their bags. Yeah. You're not seeing any fight out of this team. They have to go like 26 not. and three, you know? You're not seeing any. Yeah. It's a mail it in situation for the rest of the season at that point. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, guys, if you're here, uh, we really appreciate your support of our partners like Underdog Fantasy. We've been telling you about it for a long time. A lot of our viewers have been taking advantage of the offers, including the seventh inning stretch draft contest they have going on right now. You draft, they do everything else. We'll set the lineup. We'll do the waivers. They'll, there's no waivers. There's no trades. They set your lineup every single week. It's $7 to enter. You can win a part of 150000 in total prizes. You can sign up from now until July 14th at underdogfantasy.com or on the Underdog Fantasy app. Use promo code PADSWREP, Pods Wrap, and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, promo code PADSWREP, get a 100% deposit match up to $100. You're looking at underdogfantasy.com right now. They have drafts going on for the upcoming NFL season right now. They have daily drafts in Major League Baseball starting at $3 per draft that are going on literally right now and then there's the pickums that we've been telling you about for a long long time it's so easy to win in the pickum contest we'll show you for example tomorrow night i'm taking a hire on ellie de la cruz cincinnati's won 10 straight by the way um <laughs> amazing amazing and concerning you know yeah you it from a padres perspective Will the padres ever have a 10 game winning streak <laughs> like when's the last time they had a 10 game winning streak I have no clue. 10? I mean, what's the franchise record? You know? It's got to have been years. Uh, Tatis, 12 and a half fantasy points. Give me a break. Lower. Uh, I don't even... I mean, Lower? That's a lot. Who's pitching him? 12 and a half? Dude, Fernando Tatis Jr. is the only Dude, one doing worth a, a home run on this 10. Team. He's going to homer and... Yeah, I guess, actually. A homer and run. Is a home run and a run 12? Dude, he's 3 and for an RBI, 5 14. He's okay, 3 for look. 5 tonight. Okay, higher. And in the month of June, he's hitting like fifteen hundred OPS. Yeah. Here's here's his June. Here's his June numbers. Ready for this? Mm -hmm. Ready? He's hitting four hundred with a thirteen oh two OPS. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) This is very good. (laughs) Look at this. You can pair this with all NFL season picks. There's all kinds of things you can do. I, I mean, it's really fun. Again, if you just get these two right, De La Cruz higher, Tatis higher, $25 wager, pay $75. Bucks. I mean, $25 wager, pay $75. Uh, bucks. Underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Use promo code PADSWREP, Pods Wrap. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100. I thought it was a nine game winning streak in 2021. Yeah, I thought I mean, it was two. Maybe, I mean, maybe we were wrong. Maybe but- it was 10, yeah. Even just even a nine game winning streak, holy shit! 
I thought it was a nine-game winning streak all at home. I thought they swept a nine-game homestand, which is amazing considering they can't do anything at home. Mm-hmm. But if that's like the thing here is like 2021 and then you have to go back to 2009, that's <laughs> that's not good. Or 1999. I mean, 14 games is crazy. That's that's long. Wow. I mean, I don't know if hopefully we're not making this analogy, Ryan. We have been talking about this off air, by the way. Did you hear this? There was banging in the submarine today. Dude, yes. I was telling my roommates Aaron. before we went on, like yeah. that they picked up on sonar or something, some banging that I mean, was what's at the, the, bottom of the, ocean what's the rescue. Well, what's even the rescue attempt? Let's say you find people living. How do you you get them out or you lift the Well, device? here's the thing. That thing was bolted shut. They can't like the only way oh. you can open it is from the outside. Gotcha. So if you're inside that thing, you're bolted shut and you're in a death trap. So how do you lift? Could they lift it? If they got to it, could it be lifted with a device? I'm sure. I don't know. Well, I'm not a fucking yeah, going down in that marine. Thing. I mean, like expert. Like again, I, I I'm I feel for those that I mean that that's completely unfortunate. But I mean, <sighs> yeah, you're going man. to the deep depths and it's my literal worst fear. Is it's not dying great. is not only well dying obviously is one, but dying in a closed off like. <laughs> small little space like you ever see those like um it's not great those uh cave divers and they like are qua- crawling in the caves and they're like getting through areas that are like this big no like, oh yeah that is scary i know what you're dude, talking about no fucking chance that's what i'd feel like if i was down there i'd be like just open <laughs> open this hatch up and just end me in two seconds i can't i can't stand I it in here can they do that so you're saying they can't even do that wow. they can't even do that they're stuck in there dude so the only way, if they're still alive, is they're all going to die because that the oxygen is going to run out. They can't even, like, just off themselves and open the hatch. And Thanks just, for. Like, I appreciate the. But no, I'm just saying, like, it's it's literally the worst imaginable way to go. You're stuck in a van-sized thing, three miles deep in the ocean, with no way of getting out. See, it could be worse <laughs> with it with a freaking remote with a with a PS5 controller that's manning the ship. Yeah, what was that all about? I saw that. Yeah. And by the way, didn't the people that are in it pay tens of thousands of dollars for the opportunity? They paid 250 grand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. By the way, can so you see it, is there it, a link? It, it could get worse, guys. It can. Um, yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, yeah. It can absolutely get worse. Um, is that link pinned at the top of the chat for MLBShop.com? I think it is, and I'm trying to find it. Um, by the way, Padres All-Star Game caps, the official on-field cap and Trash. the official workout cap are now available. I'll put a link in the chat right now. It's also pinned at the top of the chat if you want to pick these things up. We are partnering with MLBShop.com. Jim has given you his opinion. He has said Trash. Here's the thing. I like the mint color of the Padres on-field cap for the All-Star game. I don't like that side logo. I don't In mind fact, this. I, I don't like mind the, the side. Mm-hmm. I don't mind the side logo on the Padres brown and gold hat. But I like the brown and gold a little more. Maybe this should be the on-field. You know, that's what I mean. That needs to be the official hat. I ever since I think it was was it 2019. Or 2021. I forget what year it was. But when they stopped or they started making 
on-field jerseys like that were specific to the All-Star game. I think it was 2021 yeah. when they started. I and it was that. Tatis's first year as an as All-Star at, at shortstop. And they had those horrific uniforms in, I believe, Colorado. It yeah, was I remember that. So bad. I'm like, oh my God. When did we get away from just them wearing their only, their their regular home and aways and then like the on-field hat that had a patch on it? Like we're getting too cute here. Like, what are we doing? Because I guarantee you, the jersey for this year is going to be the exact same colors as that. Right. Yeah, you're right. They're going to make it match that mint. You're right. It's going to suck. I mean, again, we're getting a little too cute. I mean, like last year, I thought was cool. I thought last year's All Star Game jerseys were cool because it was the the same font as they have for their home and aways, except it was just like gold lettering. Like it was just all gold. That's right. And then the right. black hats with the gold yeah. on it. I thought that was cool. I like that style. Well, I bought the hat, remember? And I was like, yeah. Dodger love it. <laughs> Dodger love it. Is it? It's an all-star game ad for San Diego. I thought those were cool. But if you're going out of your way to make these like specific uniforms that have, has nothing to do with their actual team's jerseys, the players' jerseys, that's when it's like, what are we doing here, guys? Um. Likelihood of a split falling behind two games to none with Darvish and Snell. I mean, it's, it's not so low. You say low? Well, I just think with the way they're playing and the way the yeah. Giants are playing and, know. you know, um, Josh Hader in San Francisco on that mound, even the second he went in the game, did you hear what Mud said? He's like, we know that that Josh Hader does not like the mound here in San Francisco. Boom, walk, walk, game over. <laughs> and he also doesn't like coming into a game mid-inning in a non-save spot. Oh, my God, it's crazy. Like, I mean, you walk two guys to the – just fuck, dude. Like, who's pitching tomorrow? So we got tomorrow. Darvish. is Darvish versus Walker. Okay, and you got Thursday. You got Snell versus Wood. Snell's been fantastic, mm-hmm. and Darvish has been nah, not great. Not great. So we'll see. Um, I feel like you have to get a split now because if you don't get a split here, then you're gonna have to sweep either the Pittsburgh series or the Washington National series to get to that 17 and 10 mark that I am like. Saying they need to go. I mean, Pittsburgh, maybe they've really fallen on hard times. Yeah, the Nationals, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. They haven't showed it to me at home, you know? No. They did this past homestand, four and two, beat the Rays two out of three. I mean, the first winning homestand all year long. <laughs> and by the way, we didn't even mention this. It's so dumb. On a 2 2 pitch prior to the first walk, he well, took a so pitch clock violation. You're so mad at that. It's so stupid. Give me a break. We're in a tie game. Let, let the drama build. He can have an extra second. Yeah, the world is spinning. Dumbest shit ever. I'm with you. Uh, guys, thank you for your support. Um, please subscribe here on content for Padres fans. We ask that if you are here, that you support our work by subscribing. Please smash the like button as well. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. If you're watching on replay, we appreciate the super thanks as well. Really do appreciate your support. Please support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have insurance needs, Turn to a San Diegan that can save you $750 or more. There's a link for Mark's website in the link down below. Our buddy Will at Aura does great work, has been a huge supporter of our channel, is a San Diegan, ORA.organic. If you're looking to get healthier, click the link in the description down below. Use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, and get a 100% deposit match at underdogfantasy.com or on the Underdog Fantasy app. And if you're looking to pick up that brand-new Padres All-Star Game cap or the workout cap for the All-Star Game, Click on the link that is pinned in the chat or click the link down below. Find the MLB shop link. 
Padres fall. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 3 on John and Jim. Tomorrow night, following game three of this Padres-Giants series. For Jim, I'm John. This has been the wrap-up show. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.